Hey, welcome back to another episode of Dawson Dudes. Tonight, we give you Season 2, Dudes in Review. Yeah! Hey, Chris. How you doing? Hey, Brian. How are you? Good. Uh, in all transparency, this is the second time we are recording this. We had uh, some technical issues. Yep. Got some new equipment in. Some new stuff, some mold some stuff. Some driver issues. Yeah. Some driver issues. This will be take two. We could have given you uh, the first round, but uh, Brian would have sounded like he was drunk and talking slowly. The last episode we released was uh, the season finale of season two. We released that a year late um, because we had lost the file and uh, we found a backup copy and got it out to you guys. Yeah. So since then, um, that was pre-corona, obviously. Yeah. This is post-corona. We are uh, Easter Sunday today. Yeah, this is Easter Sunday. He is risen. Um we're both in Southern California, so we're in <clears throat> we're in major hot spots. Yep, the hottest. Um, yeah, there's hotter. Yeah, New, New York. York. Yeah, no, but yeah, uh, I'm in I'm in Los Angeles, and everything's been pretty much locked down here for about a month at this point. And uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm an indoor kid. I was built for this. Shit. <laughs> I just found out today I was possibly exposed through a family member who isn't sick, but somebody they uh, worked with is sick. So now I'm in super quarantine. I live in a box. I live, I live under this uh, table. And everyone I live with is like, don't come out of there. So that's where we're at. Yeah. Um, we hope everybody else is safe. Safe and sound. Um, we're going to try to release some episodes while we are uh, here. Yeah. From here on, we're going to start on season three, yeah. so do expect uh, more episodes from us. Don't expect any sort of consistency of schedule. schedule. But I mean, yeah. if if you're a person who expects that, then you're a person who engineers a life to where you are disappointed constantly. Yeah, So, but uh, we're going to try to give you at least two a month. Yeah, that's, that's our goal. That's the target. And uh, yeah, so let's start with uh, the season two review. Yeah, let's do it. We did watch this season, Chris, especially a year ago. Yeah. You kind of have refreshed your memory over the last week of the past season. I basically listened to every episode of every episode that we recorded for season two. I actually today watched. I didn't like fully watch. I just like scraped Uh through every episode (laughs) and like stopped at like certain places to just get my. The sexiest um, places. Yeah. Just mention Gail. <laughs> yeah, finally, the stuff I care about. I think I'm, uh, I'm, I'm refreshed. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, we got, we got a couple of, uh, got a few uh, uh, benchmarks that we wanted to talk about. What, do you, uh, do, what do you, what do you want to start with, Brian? Well, well, let's just start with our what our overview thoughts of the season cool. were. Uh, maybe compared to season one, I'll start with. I think this is definitely a better season. Um, when I reviewed it today. Uh-huh. It was like shocking how much stuff happens. Totally. I mean, we start off with Dawson and Joey kissing. Yeah. They break up by episode six. Yeah, that's then, crazy. That's like <clears throat> yeah, just like six episodes. And even in like regular, I mean, we're you know, kind of kind of binging it. Although, 
We were, but like even in like regular broadcast time, like that they were together for like a month. Yeah, I mean, then we get the introduction of Andy and Jack, sure. and then we get Jack dates Joey. Yeah, Dawson punches Jack. Hell yeah! Jen meets like another older dude, older sailor. Oh, the dude. sailor guy. Fuck, I totally forgot about yeah, that guy. Yeah. Oh man, the sailing lawyer. <laughs> it has to yell out that she's sixteen. Sixteen. <laughs> we get Abby Morgan. Yep. We get Jack coming out. Yep. Abby Morgan dying. So crazy. Andy getting shipped away. Uh, Gail gets a new job. They get a divorce. Like She goes to Philadelphia. <laughs> Mitch starts dating his t- teacher. Girl from Twin Lady from Twin Peaks. We get Ty. Oh. So much happens in this totally. season. It, um and it's it's really crazy. Yeah. And then it ends with her dad coming home. Yep. And Burning down the ice house. Yeah, then probably piecing out again. <laughs> her wearing a wire. Yeah. What a crazy season. Yeah, we're talking about Joey, by the way. You never called her by name. Oh, yeah. They know. I mean, they know what's up. Her. You you know who I mean. Yeah, but yeah. It, it's, it's funny because I was sort of feeling the same way as like, I mean, they're, you know, it's a 22-episode season, so there's a couple of... Uh, throwaway like game of Thro- game of thrones setup type episodes and then a couple of just sort of dud episodes but like especially compared to season one there's just like so much shit happens overall did you like the season absolutely absolutely like the the stakes the stakes are higher like sort of across the board i was i was mm-hmm. thinking back to season one and just like you know there's like a you know, like, uh, Billy shows up, but like, you know, there's like a road trip episode. There's a, a, a you know, there's the beauty contest. Every, e- everything, even like the sort of tentpole episodes of season one are real sort of low to mid stakes high school stuff. And like just just the all the things that happen in season two just uh, just feel. Number one, there's there's just more of them. And they're they're of they're larger they're of more consequence you know, Jack coming out all that stuff it's it's just it's it's all bigger. Nothing from season one feels extraordinary, you know. Right. Like it's all very grounded stuff. Yeah. Like it, I mean, season one is a shorter season, but it's all about Jack. I mean, Dawson, yeah. Jen, and um, Joey. Joey. The craziest thing is obviously. Um, Pacey and Tamara, yeah, which is crazy, but also like not completely out of the realm of reality, right? And it's also it's uh, season one just does uh, like such uh, little service to Pacey as a character that you don't really care about that relationship all that much anyway. You know what I mean? And like honestly, like. The most extraordinary thing for me that happens in season one is uh, a hurricane in the episode "The Hurricane," but that's just because I'm from the West Coast. I've never experienced a hurricane, so that's like the cra- that's like the craziest thing. But in that vein, like Doug pulling a gun on Pacey sure. is probably like the craziest like thing that happens. Oh, totally, like that would be like the fifth craziest thing to happen in this uh, this season. Totally, yeah. Rem- remember when Doug almost shot Pacey? <laughs> yeah, totally. What is your favorite episode? My favorite episode. Let me consult my notes here, just so I got the name. The All Nighter. I love the All Nighter. And like, it's funny, just like 
literally jumping right off talking about how much happen how much happens in this season that I pick my favorite episode is really like at, at like story arc wise not a ton happens in it but there's just it's just such an enjoyable episode as far as you know ca- like character wise it's such like a fun charactery episode that it's my my sort of criteria was like what episode would I want to watch if I was going to just like pick a random episode from season two and the all nighter wins for me pretty much every time I think, I think about that for an episode that might seem like a bottle episode in certain ways. Um, it does put all our characters together Uh and they're forced to confront that. Cause this is post Dawson and Joey break up as post. And it's uh, just post uh, Dawson and Jen breaking up or, and it is, Andy and Pacey like just starting to date. Yeah. So it puts all our characters together and there's a lot of conflict between our characters right yeah. now. And so it still does, it does move the narrative forward in certain That's ways. That's true. And then we do like, there is major character development in that episode still. Yeah. We find out a lot about each of the characters. Yeah. Find out a lot about Andy who is like, not cool with Pacey uh, hooking up with his teacher. Yeah. It's like, listen, I'll grow up and not be cool with it either, but at this at this moment. No, and it's also it's our I believe it's our intro to it's our intro to Chris, right? Chris Wolf. Yes, I think it's one of the first times we see Chris. Yeah, it's either the first or second time we see him and just, like him as sort of the wild card of this episode I really like. Basically like this walking id and it's just sort of like mm-hmm. being being at his place and his his energy and what he gets up to in the episode and what's he, what he gets down to. It's also really sweet with his uh, oh his little his sister little sister having that crush on Dawson. Yeah, no, I, I, every every time she's on, uh, like, I, I'm a sucker for like that precocious that precocious kid thing, and I just I think yeah they do it really really well. What was your favorite episode? Episode one, the kiss, the kiss, kiss, the kiss. Be- uh, why did you kiss? <laughs> kiss. I think yeah. uh, Kiss has the best cinematography. Sure. I like Dawson and Joey together. Yeah. I there's just like just a lot of really sweet moments between Dawson and Joey. Got it. And I like that scene with Joey and Bessie. Mm-hmm. On the dog. Oh yeah, that, that's like that's super like sistering. really nice. Even if like what they're talking about is like nonsense. Uh-huh. Like there's no such thing as like the second, second kiss. kiss. Yeah, them together being mm-hmm. sisters and like just the dog looks great. You know what totally. I mean? Like it, like I think that episode looks great. I like it feels great between them. Like like there's a lot of like um, optimism. Yeah, it's, it's it's like a complete juxtaposition to the last episode. Definitely. Which is like everything's blown apart, literally. Like, yeah, shit is fucked. There's no ice house. <laughs> See, other thing I didn't even get into in that episode, uh, in the final episode, is like, it's one thing for Mister Potter to get like get hemmed up again and have to go back to the jail, but you don't got to burn down the ice house before you do it. And it's like the one thing that they kept alive. <laughs> well, he didn't burn it down. No, I know it. It, it just, but hey, yes, he did. No one would be throwing a Molotov cocktail into the ice house if he wasn't fucking around uh, dealing yayo. But it, no, it's just like it's the ice house being gone as well is just like that that last indignity. 
but I was going to ask. Yeah. So you're, it's something we didn't really get into uh, during the season. Is, so like you're officially a a Dawson a Dawson Joey shipper. Like that's that's your jam. No. 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 Okay. Interesting. No. I. And don't don't spo- don't um, spoil anything. <laughs> right. Uh, it's hard. Sure. But because especially since the season three like cover art. <laughs> like oh, I didn't, just, I, didn't like, even, I don't even look. Yeah, at, don't look I at don't. it because it kind of just tells you like exactly everything that's gonna happen. Yeah, here's the thing. Um, I'm really, I'm super good at not spoiling stuff for myself. Yeah, it's just the way I live my life. I don't, I'm not paying attention. Well, you don't know anything, so. and I'm not paying attention to anything. I'm just like clicking at shit. Uh, so, it, it all yeah. So, past um, me. I like Dawson and Joey together. Sure. When it works, it's really nice. I just like to see people together. Right, you're 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 a relationship yeah. shipper. You you like when people are yeah, together yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's going yeah. well. Sure. Yeah, but I I won't say I am a you, you, Dawson and Joey shipper. Gotcha. Yeah, but Do people I still don't say mind that? seeing them together. Yes. Okay. Um, but I don't mind seeing them together. Okay. Okay. Yes. Fair. Um. <laughs> yes. Yes. What about f- your favorite single moment? Favorite single moment. So I had uh, two. Okay, your favorite two single moments. <laughs> your favorite double moments, I guess. Uh, so sorry for uh, bucking convention, but uh, one, the first moment I'm going to talk, uh, I'm going to mention is just like, uh, well, it's a favorite for a reason. Then I've got like a real, real favorite. My favorite, like, sort of WTF moment of the season is the moment that uh, they're at a ha- that house party and Dawson kicks open that door. Jen is about to have herself an MMF threesome. And I was just like, w- when that happened, it's, it was the one time this season that I had a, uh, a reaction that I've had a couple times, like watching breaking bad where I was like, what to, to, to literally nobody. <laughs> and I don't know, like, Do- like Dawson's Creek in 1998 or whatever, like going there, even if it was for a split second, I was it was just I I had to get I had to give it respect for getting that that kind of reaction out of me like 22 years after the fact, and then real horn dog, you know? Yeah, hey man, I'm a, sec- I'm a sexual being. That's all right. <laughs> what, am I supposed to say something? You're supposed to agree with me. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> no, that all right was that that all right was more for me being like, eh, eh, don't say shit like that. But my, my for reals, my for realsies, uh, favorite moment is uh, when Jack comes out when Jack officially says that he's gay to his dad. That whole like, um, Christmas entire performance, the dad's entire performance, uh, the sort of rising tension and then and then Jack just exploding you know like you know that I am it that that entire sequence was just was just but it's the best that the show is capable of and it was it, I just I just thought it was fantastic yeah Kerr Smith does an amazing job and so does the dad yep. killed his wife though <laughs> Chris thinks he looks like uh the father from the staircase Chris thinks that Brian thinks that a little bit too <laughs> no yeah he does he does he, he does look like the guy from the staircase. Yeah. yeah. If you haven't seen it, that's a documentary about a man who may or may not have murdered two wives. Killed <laughs> my murdered two wives in this like very similar fashion. Yeah. He's either like the 
most unlucky guy yeah. or just a terrible person. <laughs> Whoopsie doodles. And one of them's in Germany and one of them's in America. But um, yeah, so those are those are sort of my two moments. Uh, what? Uh, how about yourself, sir? Episode two, when Joey and Dawson meet up at the end of the episode in the rain and they find each other on the dock. Uh-huh. I really enjoy that moment. Yeah. And also, um, I like since you gave two, I'll give two. Yeah, please. Because, um, because why? Because why? Say something mean to me, you son of a bitch. No, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> So testy. I've been inside all day. You're always inside. I know. It's a terrible excuse. There's nothing nothing about your life has changed. You just have an excuse not to go outside now. Actually, the one thing that has changed is that I find walking outside uh, less pleasant because wearing a mask is not fun. Yeah. I look cool, though. Look very cool. Well, you, you're, you're wearing a full burka. Yeah, amen. You know, <laughs> you're wearing a burger made of plastic. Listen, I don't want to breathe on you, and I don't want you to see the shape of my body. <laughs> my second favorite moment, yeah, uh, it would be when they all jump in the pool at. Uh, oh yeah, the end of uh, yeah, that's just like just a lot. See, just just like a lot of fun. At, yeah, at the end of the all nighter, everyone's just like fuck it, jumping in the pool. Yeah, totally, yeah. totally. And as and a, as practically a uh, never nude in public. Well, yeah, there's there's something uh, I could live uh, vicariously through. Why would through. you be nude in public? Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> what guys? I'm a never nude in public. Yeah, everybody is. Sorry, uh, I uh, I never take my shirt off in public because yeah. I don't want you to see my titties. What was your least favorite moment of Dawson's Creek season two? I would say anything involving Ty, but let's just say that as a Obvious. Yeah, yeah. We we can take that take that as a given. Yeah, but I would say everything and anything that Jen has to deal with. Oh, really? I think all of Jen's storylines are bullshit. Interesting. Out of all the actors on Dawson's Creek, I think Michelle Williams is the best. I I think, and arguably. The best actress on the show. She she's cur- the best actor on the show. She's currently probably one of the best act- best actors, like period. And she gets very very bad storylines. Fucking bubkis. Like I can't think of one storyline that's like, oh yeah, it's great. Yeah. I mean, there are moments where she does great mm-hmm. with what little she has. Sure. You you don't like the fight fighting with Grams getting kicked out of the house. That's no fun for you. I mean that's fine, but like that got resolved like you know a couple episodes. Yeah. And it's getting a little bit stale, like the whole like, um you're a fucking Christian and I'm not like, right. I'm over it. Yeah. You're fucking sixteen, go live in the house. No, yeah, it's yeah, definitely by the end of season two, I was just uh the Grams of season one where you're just like, What's Graham's fucking problem? <laughs> like by the end of season two, you're just like, uh, eh, stop treating Grams like this. I don't think they know what to do with her character after she was almost kind of like used as this prop to kind of get jumpstart Dawson and Joey. Yeah. She was like, she was like some, let's give us, let's give them something. She's like the fire underneath Joey to like, but then ever since Dawson and Jen broke up, she's kind of been like this lost soul. And the, the writers don't seem to know what to do with her, where to pair her with. Right. And, and it's sad because they do such a good job 
and we'll talk more about this later on with like Andy and like pairing Andy and Pacey together. Totally. And that just working so well. Yeah. That like it's kind of sad that they can't find a pairing for Jen. Yeah. And I don't mean like it has to be romantic, you know, yeah. but just like put her with somebody and give her someone to play off of that yeah. works. And I mean Abby Abby would like there are moments with Abby and her that are great or fine. Right. But like Abby is like you're taking little dosage. You can't yeah. have that much Abby. Yeah. Abby's Abby's less a character than a function. And so it's just like yeah. and she can be so they use her to be terrible in so many ways that it's like even when Jen and Abby are together, they're not like it's not two people together. It's Jen with this this you know monster. Yeah, but just like the way her personality is, yeah, it's just overwhelming, yeah, and it's just like okay, I have enough. I we we get it, yeah, yeah. So I I would say anything that happens with her mm-hmm. is really not my favorite. Like like you said, like that, like that that threesome, yeah. It's like I don't know. It just feels like they're trying to do this bad girl thing with her, right? But she she doesn't she doesn't vibe enough like it. But like the whole season one was all about like her redemption story, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then we never really get that full story. I would say like the boys uh-huh. get a really big redemption from season one. Totally. I think like both male characters weren't like the best people, mm-hmm. and then in season two you kind of see them grow, yeah. and like become something. And then what well, we we don't see that with Jen. Uh-huh. And I'm not saying Jen has to grow, but out of all the characters who I believe are the wisest, Jen's one of them. Totally. Because she's experienced more. Yeah. So it's kind of weird to like see her repeat. Right. Making rookie mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, definitely. My least favorite moment is everything that Pacey does with that f- fucking police dog puppet. It's what what about Tamara's return? See, the thing about that the thing about that is that uh I was I thought most of those scenes played really well. Like the performances really sort of saved what I assumed was going to be, you know, 45 minutes of torture uh revisiting a relationship I didn't care about. But I ended up enjoying that episode a fair deal. It's just it's there's I think uh, number one, like that entire, like that entire episode for Pacey is just is is just it's a nothing episode, and Pacey is just sort of epitomizes the nothing of that episode, and it's just when I when I think back on the season, the that entire stretch was me at my most like. It was the first time watching this show where I was irritated that I was watching it. <laughs> Yeah, I would also add just another thing I disliked is the reason Joey breaks up with Dawson. Oh yeah, because she loves him too much, and she wants to find. And then herself. she's afraid that like she that's all she has, right? And it's like, well, yeah, you're 16. Well, well, <laughs> like, she, well she got dollface. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't have a career. Well, yeah, or like you had a family restaurant, but you're gonna be losing that by the end of this. Her trying to find herself and breaking up with. The boy she loves, right? Who like she's, you know, pined for for like ten years, sure. 
at like 15 being like, I need to find myself before I could love you feels like something a 30 year old would say to somebody. Right. No, totally. It's just like, yeah, the, that's why the, that's when you break up. Yeah. You break up with somebody like after college. and shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm just like, so like I, all I have is you and I don't know myself. Uh-huh. <laughs> I need to like break up with you so I can love my, like, it, it's like, that sounds like such an, like a 25 year old would say to somebody. Yeah. It's rather super than old. a 15 a year old who's never had a relationship. Totally. And has only been in a relationship for six episodes would be like, I'm still really stoked. And I like, yeah, I'm like, pumped on this. Yeah. yeah totally. Like it, like it doesn't make any sense that she would have this like quarter age yeah. crisis. Yeah. 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 You should be, you should be old enough to rent a car before you tell somebody that you need to break up with them to find yourself. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, okay. But like, you just go to school. <laughs> yeah, I found myself. Well, I found myself back in school again. Well, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I, when you get a couple together, uh-huh. and they, will they, won't they? Especially if you get them together this early, it's inevitable. Yeah, you got to break them up. You got to break them up. Even if you don't want to break them up, it's sort of like, well, like, where's the story if we don't, you know? Right. Like, even on The Office, they kept. <laughs> Wanting to break Jim and Pam up. Right. But like everybody who watched it was just like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Even up to the very last episode, they were like, oh, yeah, Jim and Pam were going to break up. Right. But they were just like, but everybody would revolt. And so they didn't. It's so weird. From a story story standpoint, it's so much more interesting if they do. Yeah, that's the answer. Because that show, after, after Pam and Jim get together- Oh, yeah. Nobody likes it as much anymore. And arguably- also because um after Michael leaves. Oh yeah. <clears throat> like but like that all like kind of dissolves and yeah. it it gets less interesting. Well it's like well, yeah, I mean it's like oh James Spader's not particularly hilarious. What are we do what are we still doing here? <laughs> <laughs> why why are we still at this office? <laughs> My least favorite episode is the perfect wedding. Um yeah. one the whole wedding is like, I don't give a shit about the, these two people, if they get married or not. Right. And then there's like weird hijinks in the middle of it of like, oh, we ruined the cake. Now Pacey's got to like, yeah, like smush a cake together. <laughs> and he does somehow. Yeah. Not, like, not, they don't explain it to us how he fixes the cake. Not just the cake, but the cake top. Literally took the cake, put it inside an empty can, and then made it look like a perfect cake. Boom. He should be on that British, uh, ba- that British baking show. They'd love him. And then it ends with Abby Morgan dying. Right. And I'm not against Abby Morgan dying, uh-huh. per se. But what a like, and I, I think we talked about this when we recorded that episode. Uh-huh. The actress didn't want to be on the show anymore. She wanted to move back to New York. She had a boyfriend. Right. So they had to somehow get rid of her character, so they decided to kill her. And they they obviously didn't like the actress enough to be to leave her an opening to show up again. <laughs> or he's like, all right, fuck you, dog. You're, you're out. And it's just like, Jen gets put in another shitty position. Right. Where, yeah, where her, uh, at this point, like her only friend drowns. Yeah, which leads her to date Ty. Which is the worst. Which is like the worst. Which is the worst thing <laughs> that happens. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. That's, yeah. That would be my least favorite episode. Did you already say what yours was? No. What's your? Thank you for asking me. I think uh, I mentioned it earlier in my least favorite scene, or my least favorite moment 
that whole episode, Psychic Friends, is just it's just such a nothing episode. It's like What about Wit Hubley? <laughs> now um other than being one of the whiter names in history, <laughs> uh yeah, it's just like that whole because even even the uh, Graham's Wit Hubley uh, storyline in that episode like ends unsatisfyingly. Is like is like oh he had a wife and like that like he doesn't come like he doesn't come back and tell her that <laughs> you just have to like find it you have to find it all the most interesting that happens you find out secondhand and it's yeah there's just like that's such a nothing episode I don't care about anything that happens in it yeah I would agree. As far as the season go, which character do you think won the season for you? You mentioned it a little bit earlier when you were talking about how both of the both of the boys uh, of our main four like really get redemption stories this season. And I would say it's Pacey. The Pacey from season one and the Pacey from the beginning of season two are the growth that happens via via his relationship with Andy, via his uh eventual eventual like sort of reconciliation with his father like the the pacey from the beginning of the show to the pacey that we see uh, at the end of season 2 is just is just so remarkably different and sort of primed to actually become you know a functioning member of society i feel i feel like i yeah i just feel like and and his growth as just an interesting character to watch I th- I think overall he's ju- he's just it's it's got to be Pacey who uh, who won season two. I also agree that Pacey really wins your wins you over. Um, there's not a whole lot of moments in season two where Pacey you're just like, what the fuck are you doing, Pacey? Yeah, you're, you're fucking now you're fucking this up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The like the one time is when he just like starts uh, announcing uh, Andy's uh, medication in the uh, in the store. But I feel that you can't. Award Pacey alone, you have to give half of the award to Andy. That's true. Because it's inconceivable of Pacey being able to make this change without Andy. Sure. And the actors have so much chemistry with each other. And like for the moment Andy gets on screen, it just works. Yeah. A quarter or half of the award has to kind of go to Andy just to. So Pacey, honorable mention Andy. (laughs) Or like plus Andy. Yeah. Yeah, but I would also say, you know, Dawson, there aren't a lot of moments in season two where you're like, Dawson, what are you doing? Oh, so, and there and are, there are a lot of, a lot of moments in season two when you're like, Dawson is, Dawson is making a choice between two shitty decisions yeah. and he's making the right choice. Totally. And it sucks, but he's doing the right thing a lot of times. Yeah. Like, yeah, th- there's definitely a real lack of, ah, oh, what the fuck, Dawson, which was, may have been the most plentiful emotion I had in season one like the only reason I I think the only reason I didn't give it to Dawson is just you know Pacey's transformation extraordinary yeah exactly kind of always felt like Dawson had it in him you know yeah 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 like he he was he was gonna get there and you know He's the guy who's uh, you know dating around every like uh, every it's it's his creek you know I mean it's like yeah yeah yeah. And you, you, it's bound to happen. You see, you see him uh, riding around in that uh, in his uh, speedboat, and you're just like, ah, this guy's this guy's got it made. He'll be fine. It's a motorboat. A motorboat. Did I say speedboat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, motorboats. 
Who the fuck? Yeah, speedboats fu- are like those like long cigar boats in like Miami. Oh, vice that that uh, like Coke dealers use to pick up uh, packages that fall from planes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that like the front of the boat is like fifteen feet long for some reason because <laughs> it looks cooler that way. I think it's like aerodynamics or something. Probably. Everything everything that looks stupid like that, I assume, is like, oh, this Aerodynamics. is- Yeah, this is, this is mathematical or some shit. Who would you say lost the season? While Jen uh, suffers from kind of not having anything interesting to do, I think it's, it's, it's got to be Joey, man. <laughs> she, you know, she loses a boyfriend to homosexuality. <laughs> um- and just like the the last two or three episodes of the season to 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 regain and then relose a father again was just uh i i just shit's just not not meant to work out for little joey potter and i i yeah i th- i thought it was joey yeah it's a rough season for the potters yeah joey in particular who at the beginning of the season is starting to get everything she wants. Yeah. And then coming to realization that be careful what you wish for. I don't want it. (laughs) And then her opening up to her dad when he finally comes home and kind of, we see this like really optimistic Joey. Yeah. And then having that ripped away. But then the way she handles it. Yeah. Yeah is gross <laughs> like the way that she treats Dawson sure. as if he he ruined her family is really off-putting sure no yeah and I get that I'm gonna give the big L to Jen um Woo, Jen you did it out of all the characters I feel like I relate to Jen a lot uh-huh because you have your uh rough and tumble New York upbringing I think I feel like Jen is a character outside, like who feels like she there's not a place for her. Uh-huh. And she kind of is lost in that she can't find a place, and then she moves to this small town hoping to make a new. Uh-huh. And then also, but then immediately being like pointed out as, as an outsider to this place. Sure. And not fitting in here, and then being lost. Um, uh, you know, but like, what I want to see from Jen is to have that moment of realization that like, maybe her not fitting in anywhere is her actually kind of fitting in everywhere. Right. Like, it's better to fit in everywhere fifty percent than to only fit into one place a hundred percent. Right. 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 And to have this like. I'm okay moment mm-hmm. like and like we just don't get any kind of glimpse of it mm-hmm. yeah no I, I'm yeah like, totally like the two characters I, I like identify most are like with are Pacey and Jen right yeah likewise yeah no I, I, I don't I don't think I don't think there's anything wrong with like that choice that choice also makes sense to me yeah and I just think as the best actress actor on the show yeah it's really sad to just see her be wasted right yeah, no, yeah. it's funky. So like, Michelle Williams loses the season. Yeah, like you give it, like you give the L to Jen, but you really give the L to Michelle Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that haircut, come on, Jen. That fucking hair. What are you doing? 
<laughs> Grow it out, baby doll. Let's do this. Do something to it. Pixie do. What's going on here? Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's that late 90s pixie thing. Speaking of pixie, I think like that the bothers me is they do so well. The writers do so well with some other characters. Like uh-huh. Andy is a character who could have been very manic pixie dream girl and just as a prop or a pl- yeah, for like, Pacey's re- redemption story. Yeah, she could have been the, like the plot device, the the like the, the Bechtel test thing. But she is fleshed out. Mm-hmm. She feels very real. She is bringing something more than just like yeah fixing fixing like. Well, she has her own problems. She has her own motivations. Seem, yeah, she has her but own it doesn't even on. seem like she's trying to fix Pacey. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's not even her goal. No, she he is repairing. Or he is getting better. He's becoming a better man for her and yeah. for himself. But but not because she's but because she's she's not putting energy into doing that. And it's not because he's like seeing the world through Andy's eyes, and it's like this like you could be wild and free. You know right. what I mean? Like she didn't, he like didn't hear a fucking shit song. She's very type A, which is very anti manic pixie dream girl. Like manic pixie dream girl is like. Not a type A. Do your homework. Right. Totally. They could have very much gone that route because in the nineties they loved Manic. Like writers loved Manic Pixie Dream Girls. Totally, and 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 it's like they, they the writers have you know fumbled other other the other female characters on this show, and so it's like that they got Andy right and it's kind of like, oh cool. Yeah. So you got you guys can do this. Which makes their which makes their fumbling of Jen yeah, like even more even more like frustrating because it's like you guys know how to do this. Yeah. So Chris, do you have any hopes of what to you want of some of our characters in the next season? It's funny, even though uh the final episode ended on such a uh sort of a Joey Dawson focused moment. They're not like foremost in my mind like going into season three i i want to see pacey's growth continue and i need uh, jen to get get in the mix get involved in something interesting i'd like to see andy come back <laughs> I, I don't like her not being around and um i'm interested in uh like a full season of hey uh, of a jack that knows he's gay like navigating small town life i think that'll be interesting and the least amount of Gail Mitch bullshit possible. Those are the, those are all the things I'm hoping for. Season three is my favorite season of Dawson's Creek. Ooh. Um. So I would say one thing: we do get Andy back. Nice. Hell yeah! But I won't say anything else. Fair enough. Thanks for that little tip. Oh, Dawson though. dies. Oh, Dawson no. dies. So then they then they there's an episode episode uh, nineteen is rest in peace Dawson. <laughs> then they literally named the creek after him, but it's like yeah, that's Dawson's why it's Memorial called Dawson's creek. creek. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Dawson Leary Memorial Creek. Oh man, they, they like they Viking Viking burial him in the creek. <laughs> they put all of his fucking movies and posters in a boat and push him out. No. Nice, lighted a fire. Yeah, this is a very core upcoming core season of Dawson's Creek. Cool. Um, we're gonna get a lot of drama. Well, guess what? And a little less muddy. Is, oh, so it becomes more more dra- more drama than dramedy. Uh, there's still like there will be an episode that is very um, all nighter. 
oh, cool. Like fun, fun episodes. Fun, fun. But yeah, but but less so. It is a very dramatic season. Got it. Yeah. So, um, well, then I think that the uh, fans of uh, Dawson's Creek are lucky that the Dawson dudes have decided to come back. (laughs) At least until the pandemic is over. (laughs) Then fuck y'all. Well, yeah. So that, I mean, we reviewed the shit out of season two. (laughs) You're welcome. So, Stick with us. Please. We'll be releasing some more episodes. We'll get into season three. Yeah. And we know everybody is at home, quarantine. Well, not everybody, but lots of people. Yeah. We're sorry for those of you who can't be. Chris, do you have any suggestions t- um, of things you've seen or watched that you would recommend our listeners to watch or listen or read? All of my interests are a little on the niche side, but like been dicking around on youtube a lot uh if you are all interested in skateboarding uh i would recommend uh the skateboarding magazine Transworld uh put out a hour-long documentary of daywan song who is one of the most creative skaters of all time and it's really really fun if you are into uh grindcore there is a uh 2018 documentary called slave the grind that's uh, up on YouTube for free. There's a band from Boston. Uh, they're in Nashville now, but uh, named Pile. They put out a great record last year. Uh, the first track worked its way probably into my top five or ten songs of all time. It's called Firewood. Check it out if you like that song. Check out the record. Uh, yeah, that's what I that's what I've been getting into. How about you? I would recommend if you are out of things to watch on Netflix, a movie called The Umbrellas of Chambre. It is a French jazz opera, um, and I'm going to say something weird. I haven't seen La La Land, but I think if you liked La La Land, you would like this. <laughs> Fair. That's that's an awesome that's an awesome recommendation. <laughs> it's, I, it's in the same, from what I've gathered, in the same vein. Sure. It's just a really beautiful movie. It's from the French New Wave, and it's unlike any other French New Wave movie you've ever seen because there's a real big um, emphasis on aesthetics. Uh-huh. And so it looks really pretty. It's like the most real, like, musical. Like, it feels very real. Like, the story is very real, and it, it's a little bit sad. So that's the new that's the new wave part is the is like that raw realness. Well, so it's uh, the director. Um, he's not one of the um, Cahiers du Cinema directors. Uh-huh. Uh, he is from the Left Bank, so he, so it's still like shot with outside and real interiors and real right um, like real places. But there's an emphasis on like okay, we're gonna like like dress the set. Right. We're gonna like light the set, so right. There's, it's not that kind of like okay, we're just gonna pick up a camera and like let's just go shoot. There's still, um, but there's still the care, but, the care of sort of old right, school filmmaking. But they're not shot like every musical up to this point has been shot, you know, in on a studio set. Right. So it's it's shot outside and in real interiors oh, and real spaces. But there's an effort to make it look. And a lot of his movies kind of straddle between that kind of um, French New Wave idea uh-huh. of kind of like shooting in real real places but also like well, I want it to look good like it's like a big studio production. Sure. Interesting. Cool. I'll, and, ch- uh, I'll young, check it out. Uh Catherine Deneau. Ooh. Isn't it? Very young. Um it's about two kids who fall in love 
and what happens to them because of the war. So very Dawson's Creek. I think if you like Dawson's Creek, you would like this. It's very romantic, mm. but it's also very real. You know, um, I um, yesterday I played a game for 11 hours. <laughs> <laughs> what did you play? Do you know, have you heard of Persona 5? Yeah. It's a JRPG. Yeah. Is that the one where you're like in school? Yeah. And you and but like you're also you have like another life too. You like fight in this other like realm yeah, yeah, also. Yeah. yeah, no, it's, it's not, um you so you played that for eleven hours yesterday? Yeah. So I've never I kinda played it a little bit like a year ago. Yeah, I remember you talking and about just it. Just kinda like didn't really get into it. Just like, oh, this is like a lot of time. And then like yesterday I was like, I'm gonna play that game and I played for eleven hours That's straight awful. and today I played for another four hours. Jesus. And then I like I get it. I get why people get into RPGs, RPGs and like get into JRPGs. But this one is just so, so well done. Right. Every scene is so beautifully drawn and like is so like how they transition from one like like even the title sequence is uh-huh. like oh this is so cool like how they did this. <laughs> it looks like you're living in an anime. Interesting. It's really cool like art art wise it's just really cool. Oh cool. And then it's like very Japanese. Uh-huh. There's just like weird idiosyncrasies that like certain like that, characters have that is just so like Japanese. Japanese yeah that's interesting and yeah it's it's it was really fun so get down but, uh, down with that it's y'all inten- it's intense it's a lot of gameplay i'm 15 16 hours in and i'm still you're, you're just still you're still a baby <laughs> yeah like i'm still right. just like they're still like giving me tutorials well listen People got nothing but time. It sounds it sounds like the right time for Persona yeah. Five. See, if you haven't uh, played uh, Persona Five and you have a PS4, I'd recommend that. Uh, hey, get on that Animal Crossing, people! Everybody's playing it. People love it. You love it. Gotta love it. Yeah. And hey, guess what? If you th- uh, and if you think that like you've heard you've heard about it too much, you're too cool for it. You're not. Watch Tiger King. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> Have you finished it? No, I'm I'm five I'm five episodes uh, five episodes deep. Yeah, but you just started this week. You're a little late to the yeah. Tiger King. Oh yeah, because be, because like zeitgeist. Yeah, because like I had that feeling. Like I feel like I've read you know I've read ten thousand tweets and heard mm-hmm. like what I thought was like everything I needed to know about it, and then. You run out of things to do, and so yeah. A couple of days ago, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna start that Tiger King, and then it's mm. it's no. You think you know? You don't know. You, it's bananas. Yeah, it's like if you ever seen the documentary, The Wonderful Whites. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that, but like it's like times ten. <laughs> she lost her baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love that documentary. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, and by the way, if you haven't seen the Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia, watch it yesterday. That's how quickly you need to watch that that movie. Yeah, yeah, Tiger King is good, um, but I'm sure everybody has seen it by this point. Yeah, I it's just crazy if you haven't. No, the, I just threw it out there. If you're if you just happen to be a person like me mm-hmm. who had you know who had shined it and didn't think that they had to watch it, this is this is uh, your last warning. You should watch it. Good work. Good. <laughs> Good. 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 Uh, listen to Phoebe Bridgers. She's got a new album coming out in June. Listen to her old album. It's great. She's very talented. Listen to that Boy Genius record uh, from a couple years ago that she's on. If you haven't heard that, 
Also good. Yeah. So that's this episode. Stick around and we'll release some more. I'm Brian. I'm Chris. We're the Dawson dudes. Loving you, buddy. 